Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my partner, Mark Eckel. I'm Ken Dunnick, and we're going to jump right into uh, some breaking Eagles news and a recap of a disappointing loss against Minnesota last Sunday. I do want to mention our sponsor, USA Man Franchising, LLC. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less money than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they're looking for new cities for expansion. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own media business in your area or go to usamanmagazine.com for more information. Mark, we're going to talk about the Eagles' disappointing performance, especially on defense against the Vikings, but Jalen Ramsey got traded to the Rams last night. I understand you have some breaking news on that. Well, uh, the Eagles were involved, as uh, as it's been reported. I'm not breaking that. The Eagles um, were talking to Jacksonville, but I was told by someone that knows both parties pretty well um, and, has, and has helped and has given me good information in the past that um, one of the reasons the deal did not get done with the Eagles for Ramsey is Tom Coughlin, who is kind of running the Jacksonville Jaguars now, uh, isn't real fond of how he runs them. Matter of fact, the way it was told to me was Coughlin's disdain toward Roseman um, kind of got in the way of the Eagles getting the deal done. Wow, that that is absolutely fascinating. For those who don't remember, Coughlin was in the running for the Eagles job when they oh, wow. he had just he had just gotten he had just gotten fired from the Giants. They had right. some discussions. Um, I I believe that uh, as I recall, his issue with the Eagles was, you know, how he uh, wanted to maintain control over football decisions. And of course, when you hire a guy with a resume like Tom Coughlin. Right. He wants to run the show, and he decided it wasn't a good fit. So yeah. apparently, apparently there was some acrimony going on back then because it doesn't sound like it's sealed. Exactly. And, and if you remember, like you said, Coffin was – he took himself out. He didn't – I mean, he might not – maybe he thought he wasn't – I don't know. And he, you know, people take themselves out of jobs sometimes when they know they're not going to get the job. But he basically said – he came down, interviewed, and then basically said, you know, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, so – and again, I'm not saying. Again, I don't. Let me ask you: What do you, the Rams give up an awful lot for him? Well, what, I know what I was just going to mention that. Now, in my estimation, uh, very rarely does a player come along that's worth two first-round draft picks. If you're going to get have a chance to acquire a franchise quarterback, I, I get it. But you're talking about a cornerback who arguably is one of the top three or five in, in all of professional football, but you know, he quit on his team. He, he pulled out, you know, if, if I'm going to have a solid citizen, that's going to make me a better football team and he's going to stay there for 10 years. Yeah. I'll consider two first rounders, but not for a guy like this. who has got a history of quitting on his team and is a malcontent. And if he quits on Jacksonville, what makes you believe he's not going to quit on the Eagles when things go bad? You, you, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, talent-wise, and his age. Oh, he's a great that, player, young player, great, great player. player. Only twenty-five. There's nothing I mean, not to like. Kids come out of college that are twenty-three, twenty-four sometimes now. So, yeah, all that I would it makes me think. You know what? Two first-round picks. If you're, if you think you're going to be good, those picks are going to be twenty, anywhere from twenty-eight to thirty-two anyway. So, 
right? I would give up two low picks for a guy with that talent at that age. You know, but like you said, he quit on the Jaguars over what? We don't even know what the issue was that he got upset with the team for and demanded a trade and all that. So who's to say now he's with the Rams? So, you know, well, he's on a lightning light on fire right now. They're three and three. They've lost. They haven't looked good at all the last couple of weeks. Well, well, so Ramsey had a blow up with uh, Doug Marone on the sideline that right. precipitated uh, all this, you know, angst between the two. And he, you know, he hasn't played since. He called out Sid. No. He said his back is hurting. Back the owner hurt. met with him. He thought they had it rectified, and now he's going to wear a Rams jersey. I'm saying, who's to say in five weeks things aren't going great in the, the Rams? For a reason, he pulls the same thing. You know, just like in Antonio Brown, some guys are hard to please. They got to realize that. These jobs are precious, and uh, it's it's really it's an honor. And a, I'm not saying that they they don't earn their keep and they don't earn their money, and it's a it's a difficult physical way to make a living. But it's also it's a great honor to for me to have played in the NFL and played pro football for four seasons. And sometimes these guys don't treat it like that. So let's move on. If the Eagles, well, let me just have... and, and, and one more thing before we go before we start talking about the Vikings or Cowboys. I've covered the league. I covered the league a long time. I was I was always considered especially by management, um, a player's writer. I generally took the player's side on most issues. I was close, much closer to the, to the guys on the team than I was to the, either the coach or general manager or owner or whatever. Um, but it's getting to the point now where I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like guys demanding, you know, I don't want to play here anymore, trade me. And then they get their wish. I mean, I get it. somebody's got to draw the line and say, listen, you're on this team, you play for this team. Well, the difference is, you know, back in my day, uh, players really didn't have any value. There wasn't that much money invested in players. If you were considered a malcontent or a quitter, you were summarily put on waivers without any discussion. The coach was the boss. And, you know, there's such a heavy financial investment in some of these players. When you talk about draft picks, it becomes much more difficult just to give up on a player. Oakland did it with Antonio Brown, and eventually New England did as well because there are times when it just becomes more trouble than it's worth. But it's a much trickier situation today than it was years gone by. I mean, players had a free agency, and, I'm, and I'm a, I was a big proponent of having free agency. They didn't have free agency when, when you played. You were if, if you played for the Eagles, you played for the Eagles unless you had to trade you. You were locked um, in for life. <laughs> right. I mean – now, and, and I'm all, I was all for that. I think it's a great move to have free agency. But then wait, Ramsey should, you know, or Brown or whoever player is unhappy wants to wait till you're a free agent and then test the market and see and move on. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, if you don't want to play in Jacksonville anymore and you want to sign with the Rams, God bless you. But if you're on a team, play for that team. I mean, I, don't, I just don't like the way the league's becoming where guys well, talk their way off teams anymore. There's no loyalty on either side. Owners will cut you in a hard time. players are. Players will use the reverse leverage there. Before we move on to the Vikings, one quick point. Rumor going around that the Eagles are now interested in Patrick Peterson. Are you hearing anything about that? Well, everybody's, about interested. Arizona? Yeah. everybody's interested in Patrick Peterson because, they, you know, he's on a, Arizona's a team that's kind of in a re- rebuild mode, and he's a veteran. He's coming off a suspension for PED. So I don't like that right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but Ari- again, Arizona has the, the – the organization, you know, the owner and the general manager has been quoted as, yes, we're getting a lot of calls, but we're not trading Patrick Peterson. We want him to retire as a cardinal. So, 
Now he's not a young man, Patrick Peterson. He's been in the league quite a he's, he's, he's not, but he years. seems like he would be a perfect fit for the Eagles. I mean, I've always admired him as a player. I heard he was a good citizen. I was surprised about the PED thing, but you know, uh, players are always trying to get an edge, and he's not the first mm-hmm. one to to try something like that. Uh, so uh, we've got about uh, seven minutes left. We've got to get to some oh, Eagles Vikings talk. Eagles got thrashed. Kirk Cousins all of a sudden does a Tom Brady impression, 22 for 29, 333 yards and four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs absolutely torches an injured Eagles defensive backfield, seven catches, 167 yards and three touchdowns. Adam Thielen, 65, uh, six receptions, uh, 57 yards and one touchdown. Um, Zach Brown, who has lost his job because – he called Kirk Cousins the weak link in the Minnesota offense. And Cousins, again, like I said, played like an all-pro. And Zach Brown's on the street looking for work now. He did. I'm glad because Zach Brown, first of all, I told you when they signed him, he wasn't any good. He can't run. You can't, you can't blame him. You know, if you can't run in this league, you can't blame him more. And, you know, we saw that. And then he mouths off all week, talks to talk. Oh, he, Kirk Cousins stinks. He doesn't run. And then he wouldn't talk about it after when Cousins lights him up plays coward in the locker room afterwards and says, I'm not answering any questions about Kirk Cousins. Well, you know, here's the deal. Like this, it's like, it's like player 101. You're taught by coaches and management. Don't ever degrade your opponent. Certainly the week before the game, because this billboard material, it always comes back to bite you. And you know, what, what are these guys thinking? I mean, what, what do you think is going to happen? It just, it boggles my mind the, the the lack of sensitivity. And if you're going to say something like that, which is say this, I'm a writer. I love when guys say stuff like that. So, uh, but then you got to, you got to say something. You got to say, Hey, you know, I was wrong. Kirk, you know, play. Yeah. You can't let it go. You can't say, I'm not talking about it. So I'm glad they cut him. couldn't play anyway. Um, but I'm, you know, everyone's talking about the Eagles secondary and they're banged up, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, they're, they're so banged up that they had to play a second round pick and a third round pick at corner. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. It's not that they're banged up. A second-round pick and third-round pick are supposed to go out there and play like a second- and third-round pick, not like Sidney Jones and Roswell's Douglas played last week. Listen, uh, Diggs just ran by, ran by Douglas. Once, once it was Douglas's fault, I guess once Malcolm Jenkins was supposed to be playing deep corner and he, and he, and he blew the coverage. But um, it was, that was embarrassing. Those two drives back-to-back, it was so easy. And the Eagles, you know, they tried to respond. They pulled within seven points, but, you know, it just wasn't their day. No, and they had, you know, they're getting Mills back this week, which will help a little. But, again, it's not like Jalen Mills is Jalen Rams. You know, he's a, he's a decent player. He'll help. He's better than what they have. But he, he's also been been out for a while. Yeah, he hasn't played since, he hasn't played right since, la- he hasn't played since last year in the Jacksonville game. Right. He hasn't so played at all. I hope fans understand that, that, you know, they'll expect Mills to come back and it's going to take time. It's, you know, he's been out. He hasn't even practiced. Not just hasn't played, hasn't been able to do anything until this week. So they got to ease him back in, I would hope. You know, it's funny, along the lines of billboard material, Doug Peterson after yeah. the game, he says, you know, we're going to go to Dallas and we're going to win the game. I know what he's doing there. He's not uh, guaranteeing a win. He's trying to pump his team off after the real – disappointing loss against Minnesota and you know there's a, a, a positivity there just saying hey I believe in my guys we're going to go in the game it wasn't like a Zach Brown situation where he's ridiculing the opponent and he didn't single out one guy he didn't say 
he didn't say, I'm going to go out. Jason Garrett's the worst coach in the league, and I'm going to out coach him, and we're going to win. He didn't, you know, he didn't point out. You're right. That it wasn't, he didn't, he said what, and again, I understand what Douglas doing too. I mean, it, it was, again, it's, it's a good quote. It's a good soundbite. It's whatever you want to use, call it. But yeah, he's trying to, he's saying, listen, everybody, because on the outside, everybody, oh my God, the world's falling apart. The team's terrible. We're three and throw. And he's saying, listen, if we win, we're in first place. So we're going to go down there. We're going to win. And we're going to be in first place. Exactly. Guess what? I think they might be. I, I think so too. I, I kind of like the Eagles in this spot. I don't think Dallas is playing particularly well. Of course, they banged up. Low, banged they lost up. to the lost to the Jets, one of the worst teams in the league, and they've got some injury problems. But Mark, isn't it becoming more and more evident to you week after week that as you look at the Eagles' offense, it's so important to get Deshaun Jackson back in the mix to stretch these defenses. You know. Went 160 yards passing against Green Bay, 187 against the Jets. Now, last week, he does go 26 for 40, 306 yards. But, again, they were behind most of the game, and they had to pass more often. So those numbers are a little bit misleading. Uh, You know, to me, the Eagles, without a deep threat, it's the same thing as last year. You're going to have trouble scoring a lot of points because you don't – there's not enough room in the field to operate. And again, I don't. I I bring it back to Parsons. They they signed a thirty-something-year-old Deshaun Jackson. Has he ever played a full season ever, even when he was young? I don't think I, so. You know, he he's been he's been off and on uh, injured. You know, ever since he's been in the league. You know, he's a small the guy. Old Mark Kennedy, the old line that Pete Carrillo, the old Princeton basketball coach, taught me a hundred years ago. If you marry a fat girl, you can't complain that you got a fat wife. <laughs> oh boy. If we're ever going to get, we're going to get emails, we're going to get emails. So <laughs> it was a great quote. I mean, you, but you, can, you know, what I'm saying you can't complain about things if you know what you're getting into. I, I hear you. You know, All right. guys, guys are getting, when guys get older, they don't stop getting hurt. Well, we just more often as you get older. We, you know, we got about a minute left now. In this six-game horrific stretch, we get off to a bad start. This week is Dallas week. Uh, you and I both seem confident the Eagles can't turn this around. But then you're at Buffalo and then home against Chicago, New England, and Seattle. I'm thinking if you come out of this thing three-three, you're doing a pretty good job. Well, I, I said oh, if they go three and three, and, and, and that now they got to go three and two, they're in great shape because look at those last five games. You have Dallas at home, which will be a tough game because it's Dallas. The other four, they're JV games. The Giants, Dolphins, and the Redskins. All, all games the Eagles should win, no doubt. Oh, my God. They should win by the halftime. All those games should be by half. So they've they well, got to they gotta get the six wins before they go into those last five, and they'll be fine. Okay, Marcus. Our time's up. It's always a lot of fun. Thanks for being with us, everybody, for the Bird Brains, and we'll see you next week.